Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mark Topkin, he covers the Tampa Bay Rays for the Tampa Bay Times, does a fantastic job over there. And earlier today, he had a piece talking about what the Rays' plans are the rest of this offseason, including this line. Most likely to go is frontline starter Tyler Glass now and his $25 million salary, perhaps soon. Mark Topkin joins us now on BK and Ferrario. Mark, we appreciate the time, and thank you so much for hopping on with us today. What do you think the timeline looks like right now for Tyler Glass? now in those trade discussions well i think it's unfortunately one of those things that's kind of unpredictable i mean we thought going into the winter meetings or i thought that uh, they might try to be preemptive here there's you know a handful of starters that have been rumored to be on the trade market burns cease and bieber uh, that maybe the rays would be a little proactive in that regard but then you kind of wondered given some of the bigger name teams are going to be tied up in Juan Soto and Otani, which may or may not be coming to a conclusion here today. Uh, and then uh, Yamamoto and then Blake Snell, you know, on the starting pitching market, will they end up having to wait or is it better to wait till the other side of that, and, you know, see who doesn't get a starter and maybe they're a little more desperate, a little more motivated. So I honestly don't know if it's one of those things that could happen. It could have happened and could happen today. It could happen you know, a month from now, uh, and, and I don't know that there's a lot of good time. So needless to say, I carry my phone uh, and have a little pre-written story in my phone already about him getting traded just to fill in the blanks. Mark, when you look at what the Rays are going to be looking for, if and when they do trade him, though, what do you think they want to add? Is this a scenario where they're looking to replenish their farm system? Are they looking for major league-ready pieces? What What are you anticipating – the Rays will want in return whenever they do make that deal? Well, let me preface this by saying one thing about the Rays, and, and they're not unique in this, but I do think they, they are strong advocates of this and, and maybe in a, a smaller group of teams. Uh, you know, they, have, they may have a shopping list, but they're willing to make a lot of stops at the mall. So, in other words, if they don't get what they need, they have a better trade by getting something else. They'll be happy to then take on the task of going somewhere else to get what they need or flipping something that they got uh, and maneuvering around that way. So they wouldn't take less to get what they want. What they need is some young starting pitching, which it seems like probably every team could tell you that they need that. Some young controllable starting pitching. They're in a situation where they're going to open the year without three of the five guys that were in their rotation last year because of injury. McClanahan will be out for the full year. Uh, Springs will be Maybe back around midseason, Rasmussen probably August or so, and might come back as a reliever, uh, given he's had several arm uh, elbow issues. So they're looking to kind of restock their rotation, if that's a fair way to put it. They're always looking for dynamic young players who can turn out to be superstars, like Randy Rosarena was when they got him Cardinals a few years ago. You knew I was going to bring that up. Of course. Uh, they need, they need – you know, what do they need? They need a young starting pitcher or two. They need a catcher. 
They only have one in the 40-man roster. The Wander Franco situation is a very vexing thing for them because they have to assume he's not going to be back, and they have to stock up to have someone to play that position and have a backup. Uh, but they also could get him back at some point, too, so they're not going to you know, probably invest a ton in that. So that that's a weird situation to work around. Taylor Walls will be the starter. He's actually coming off hip surgery, might not be ready for opening day, which is a long-winded way of saying, you know, maybe a optionable infielder, versatile guy who can play short, can play somewhere else. Maybe he's an infielder, outfielder type. Uh, so those would be the kind of things they'd be looking for in trading Tyler Glass down. So, so, Mark, obviously a ton of teams are going to be interested in this conversation, but do you think the Cardinals match the best with Tampa Bay? Proved that Mo was serious when he said they were going to go get pitching, right? They've already signed three starting pitchers. <laughs> so to, to see them turn around and, and trade for one, I would I'd probably be a little surprised. I mean, it's a pretty big investment for one year. It's obviously a bigger investment for a smaller market team such as Tampa Bay than it would be for the Cardinals or, or one of the true, you know, big market type teams. Uh, you know, you don't have any guarantee of having him pass the one year. He has never really had a full healthy season. Uh, and sometimes it's just little things. He's missed starts. He had, you know, last year it was an oblique. Uh, one year he had some issues with cramping in his hands and legs. He had to come out of a couple starts. Uh, so I think the 120 innings that he had last year, is pretty much like his big league high, 21 starts. That was his big league high. So it's a little bit of a – I mean, I don't even want to say it's a gamble, but you're not – you know, you're getting one year and you have to assume everything's going to go right in that one year. So, sure, I would think the Cardinals, like almost every other team, would have some interest. I've heard about half the teams have been serious. Uh, the ones that have come out for whatever reason, you know, not necessarily even factually, but have been Dodgers, Cubs, Braves. Uh, those three reds for sure. But, look, they just came from four days in Nashville. There's so much misinformation at the winter meetings and things that literally people hear and hear from someone else and throw out there, and you don't even know where that first person got it. So who's really involved? I couldn't really tell you, but I would think any team that needs a starting pitcher would have some interest in Tyler Glass now. Well, Mark, you mentioned, uh, you know, Glassnow's missed time due to, to cramping. Uh, the Cardinals have somebody who's missed a lot of time due to cramping, so like a Tyler O'Neill for Tyler Glassnow swap seems likely, Let's right? Let's get it done. Call it there in. You, there you go, and they could keep some of the locker placards the same with the same first name and everything, you know, through the second half. So, uh, so look, I mean, Glassnow's a – And it's a Cardinals outfielder, Mark. <laughs> like, Cardinals outfielders work for Tampa Bay. There you go. I mean, there is a little bit of a track record there, right? So, do you, how tall is your pitching coach? That's another question. <laughs> I don't know. Dusty Blake's like my six <laughs> foot. I don't know, actually. Uh, one of the benefits that Tyler Glass now has had here is Kyle Snyder's been the pitching coach, and he also is a six foot eight uh, pitcher. So, he was very helpful to Tyler, like in getting all those levers and long limbs working together. So you might have to hire like a tall pitching coach or an assistant or something too, to well, be like in the, the market team. for an assistant pitching coach. We'll so trade for just, him too. That that'll determine the, the path that they need to take. One of the requirements for the job is you have to check yes or no. Are you six foot seven? Right. <laughs> that'll, so he, that'll limit that the candidates. The, that might be the tip off for you. If they hire a tall <laughs> assistant pitching coach, you might think there's a pending deal for glass. Now there's a there fair reporting trick there.
See, we're, we're, we're just making the world work over here uh, on 101 ESPN. Mark Topkin is our guest. Uh, he covers the Tampa Bay Rays for the Tampa Bay Times. Uh, Mark, I did want to ask you a little bit about your perspective on Glass now because I, I, I'm kind of with you. I'm, I'm skeptical that the Cardinals will go make another move for a starter, but there is so many differing opinions on that that it, it makes me wonder maybe, maybe they will go out there and try to acquire somebody else that is a frontline starter. In your opinion, based on what you have seen from Tyler Glass now, if he were the guy that somebody had pegged to be the game one starter for their team in a playoff series, do you think he matches that with the way that he pitches? Is he that level of a starter when healthy? I mean, there is, let's put it this way, that's, that's definitely in him. Now, it didn't come out this year. That was exactly the situation. They went with him in game one instead of Eflin. It was a little bit of a surprise. Uh, in fact, our columnist, our fine columnist here at the Tampa Bay Times, John Romano, wrote that column saying, is this going to be Tyler Glass now's signature moment? That really wasn't. It was kind of shorthand. It didn't really go too good, didn't stay in the game very deep, and uh, it was a kind of a frustrating day. And, and, you know, it was a frustrating and very quick two days for the Rays, and they were suddenly gone after winning 99 games. But I do think Tyler Glass now has that potential. Now, People will tell you that they thought that with Pittsburgh, too. But this is a guy who really benefited from the trade to the Rays. He was kind of buried by the end of his time there in Pittsburgh. He was pitching out of the bullpen. He was pitching in middle relief, low leverage. He was kind of beaten up over there like, you know, you didn't make it. We're going to just keep you around now and see what happens. And then he got a new lease when the Rays traded uh, Chris Archer to Pittsburgh. They got Glassnow, Austin Meadows. And Shane Boz, a young pitcher who's going to come back this year from Tommy John and probably be really, really good, too. So uh, it worked wonders for Glass now then. I do think he's in a good place mentally. He's a great guy. He's a, a very um, a kind of eclectic case. He goes to vacations overseas every year. Um, in fact, there's some pictures of him on his Instagram. He was, like, in the desert in Peru, and then he was at a wedding in Tulum and some other crazy things. So all kinds of adventures, and he's a great interview. Uh, so he, he's a good guy to have. He's a really good pitcher. Uh, it's a one-year deal if you get him, obviously, with the chance, of course, to keep him if you want to extend him. So it'll be curious to see, but I think he's a good fit with a lot of teams. When you talk with people in the industry, what is your impression of his value around the league? Do you anticipate Tampa getting a significant haul in return for one year of Tyler Glass now? Well, if you – you can't say this without making it sound like you're picking on the guys that got these contracts, but if Luis Severino is worth $13 million on a one-year deal and Nick Martinez just got, what, $26 million over two from Cincinnati, and mm-hmm. that $12, 13000000 million range seems to be going. In fact, didn't, that's what Lance Lynn got, right? That's kind of the – say You could just say the two guys that the Cardinals got. It's yeah. Kyle yeah. Gibson We're, and Lance Lynn, $25 million yeah. combined. We've accepted right. it now, Mark. <laughs> Okay, so that's, if that's the going rate for back-end starters who are probably – that's where they are right now, right? I think you could make the case that $25 million and some prospect inventory, so it's, it's an added cost there. But a guy who has the upside of glass now, I do think it's pretty appealing. It's, it's not going to be everybody. Like I said, I think, you know, other teams at the raise end of the financial scale aren't going to be interested. But I've heard some of the AL, AL East teams are interested, and one of them may be getting Otani today, so that would be quite something. Uh, but I do think there's enough interest that they will get uh, a pretty good return. I don't, they won't get as much back for him as when they got him for Archer because of just the one-year control. But I do think they'll get some key pieces back or a key piece in a prospect or something like that. Mark, what happens with Randy or Rosarena with all of these reports? 
Um, I think Randy Rosarena, I think he stays here. I mean, he's a guy that a lot of teams have asked about, and the Rays have – that's kind of – again, I think most teams probably do this. They just make a bigger deal out of acknowledging it, that if people ask about their players, even guys that you think you're not going to trade, they're going to run the ball out and listen and see where it leads to. So they've had some people ask about Randy Rosarena. He's going to make about $9 million this year. It's his second of four years of arbitration. He's going to be old enough that he probably won't get an extension from the Rays. He'll probably end up staying here and then getting traded, you know, in a year or two and then go somewhere else and, you know, finish out his contract and then sign his eligibility and then sign a long-term deal somewhere. But uh, he's really good. They made a big marketing push uh, with him this year. They had the Randy Land seating section in left field. Um, That was kind of cool every Friday night and, he hit a home run, everybody in the place got a free beer or something. So that was a pretty big moment the one time he did. Uh, so that was cool. But uh, he, he's a pretty big guy, a pretty big part of their team here. So I'd be surprised if they trade him this year. Now, this time next year, if he has, you know, he's had three straight 2020 years. So if he does that again and continues to improve, then I think you could see that number get to the point where they probably trade him by this time next year. Mark, are you willing to exclusively report that the Tampa Bay Rays are out on Shohei Otani? You know what? I think that's a safe bet. When, but the other day, when, when Ken Rosenthal reported the other day that uh, Shohei Otani was in Dunedin, which is just down the road here where the Blue Jays training site is, I did text some Rays people and say, what are you guys doing tonight? What are you guys doing? <laughs> Got a few good you laughs. check in. Where were you I, on I, the I, night of December 7th? <laughs> right, exactly. No, it's, it's yeah, I, I think we can safely say that, and then I think you could probably say the same about the Cardinals at this point. Whoa, 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 whoa. You don't know. Maybe he decides he wants some T-Ravs late in the evening. If it's a 30-plus million dollar contract and it's more than six years, I think you can go ahead and safely say at this point that the Cardinals are out on any of those guys, uh, given what we've seen in the last. If you guys have been looking at Twitter, there's like uh, been some private jet tracking going on and the uh, plane that's supposedly on its way to Toronto. So unless, you know, that was just a rouge and they're pulling into St. Louis and the Lambert, you might have it. Well, they've got another one that's going over to the U.K., so somebody speculated maybe signing with Arsenal. Who who knows at this point, Mark? He he could be going anywhere. Someone will see him at some point at the Southwest (laughs) um, Airlines here in St. Louis at uh, the Lambert, and they'll say, hey, Shohei's in St. Louis. It's going to be great. He loves toasted wraps. Mark, we appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much for hopping on on with us today. Uh, We we feel like we've got a better idea of what the situation is down there with Tyler Glass now. All the best to you and the family, man. All right, man, no problem. Fun talking with you guys.